Good afternoon, everyone. On the update this Friday, the 21-year-old social media influencer, Kai Sanat, who was charged, of course, with inciting a riot after a crowd of thousands of his followers erupted chaos in the city last week, says that he is beyond disappointed by the bad behavior. We'll have the latest details. This man apparently is a modern-day Houdini. Police say that a prisoner receiving medical medical treatment escaped from a hospital by tying sheets together, rappelling from a fifth-floor window, and then hailing a taxi. Jareel Brock and three other Iowa State football players are among three current or former players and a student assistant. They've been charged in connection with the state's ongoing investigation into illegal sports wagering at the two schools. And here's a number, really, for you to think about. About 49,500 people took their own lives last year in the U.S., which is the highest number ever. This is the update, Friday, August the 11th, 2023. Celebrating six years of telling New York's stories. From the Tommy Lynn stage, a magical place not found on any map. This is the update with Brandon Julian, a three-time winner of the Kingsborough Community College Gold Student Service Award. It's anything and everything that you need to know, because anything, truly anything, can happen in New York. Greetings and salutations to you all, folks, every last one of you. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the update on a Friday. TGIF to all of you out there. Uh, You might notice that things might sound a little bit different. This is the first day we are actually out of the studio. Um, Studio's undergoing some repairs. It'll be be back in there in mid-September for the start of the upcoming new season, season 13. In the meantime, things are going to go back to the way that uh, it used to be, being out on the road, of course. It's always a lot of fun being out on the road, especially now, because we're getting back into the swing of things. Next week is sleepaway camp for me, and uh, next week, all next week on the program, I'm going to be looking back at uh, sleepaway camps of years past. Uh, in preparation, of course, of this upcoming one. Uh, in the meantime, though, uh, I am Brandon Julian, of course. We appreciate you so much for being here, wherever you may be, and however, personally, of course, you may be listening to us. Lots of news, of course, to catch you up on. We are going to begin this Friday with Kai Sinat. He, of course, you may know, is the 21-year-old social media influencer. He was charged with inciting a riot after a crowd of thousands of his followers uh, erupted in chaos in this city last week. Sinat says that he is, quote, beyond disappointed in the bad behavior. Sinat said on Twitch Wednesday that the disruptive behavior was not cool. 
He said he watched videos of people jumping on cars and he asked himself, why? Like, why? Police said that several people were injured during the mayhem in Union Square, including at least four who were taken to hospitals. Police say that 65 people they were arrested. some of the other news of this Friday and this man I tell you is almost like a modern day Houdini police say that a prisoner that was receiving medical treatment escaped from a hospital by tying sheets together repelling from a fifth floor window and then of all things hailing a taxi a police spokesperson said that the 44-year-old man escaped from Mount Sinai Beth Israel Hospital uh, in Manhattan on, yeah, on Wednesday afternoon and is still at large as of yesterday. The man had been in custody since the 31st of July for drug possession and then was brought to the hospital on the 4th for a treatment of a medical problem. He was taken to the bathroom for a shower and managed to escape out the window using bed sheets. Meanwhile, the NFL, they're going to be making additional moves to reach more fans with direct-to-consumer offerings. The league announced yesterday that NFL Network and NFL Red Zone will now be available on NFL Plus, uh, the streaming service that the league launched last year. According to Nielsen's cable estimates, NFL Network is available to a little over 51 million customers, which is the most for a network run by a professional league or a college conference. NFL Red Zone has also gained increased distribution in the past couple of years as the league has renewed its carriage agreements with, with cable, satellite, and streaming providers. In other news, a 17-year-old has now been indicted on a hate crime murder charge. In a fatal stabbing that allowed the followed, I should say, taunts and confrontation over a group of men dancing shirtless. Brooklyn DA Eric Gonzalez said yesterday that O'Shea Sibley's death was motivated by anti-black and anti-LGBTQ bias. The suspect was due in court today to answer this charge. It mirrors the charge that he was arrested on just last week. Authorities say the chain of events that ended in Sibley's July 29th death began when he and his friends danced while pumping gas at a Brooklyn gas station, and another group of people began taunting them. The teens' grandmother told the Daily News that he was simply just defending himself. And finally... Uh, a federal judge has now agreed to begin a process that could wrestle away control of this city's troubled jail system away from Mayor Adams. That could see a court-appointed outside authority take charge of Rikers Island by early next year. The jail complex, as we all know, it's been plagued by reports of violence and dysfunction. At the hearing yesterday, a U.S. District Judge ordered federal prosecutors and attorneys representing detainees to begin preparing their arguments in support of a court-ordered receivership. 
uh, the Democratic mayor has fiercely resisted the notion of an outside intervention and touted his administration's efforts to reduce slashing and staff absenteeism. Time for us to step aside momentarily. When we return on the update this Friday, we have a few important messages to tell you from the MTA. We are going to talk some sports because the Yankees and Mets were both off, but fear not, there is other sports news out there. What is the one fruit or vegetable, uh, what is the one thing I should say, fruit or vegetable, that could uh, make you uh, shed the most calories? I think that's the title of this. I'll get it right. (laughs) And then we're going to talk together, of course, the latest national news. In Hawaii, out of La Hiana, the governor there, Josh Green, says that 53 people have been killed in the devastating Maui wildfires, and that death toll will likely continue to rise. Going to talk about this, folks, and a lot more, too, of course, when the update Brandon Julian returns in just a moment. From New York. Mention this intro, and the next one's free. This is the update with Brandon Julian, available wherever you listen to podcasts. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Cynthia and Ed. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, out of the blue, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. And uh, she didn't know whether she should go forward or, or turn or just stay at the stop sign. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. She was very concerned. It was very unsettling for her. It's important for you to talk to someone about it, to bring the family in on it. I felt so much better after my son told me Mom, I don't want you to worry or be afraid. I'll be there for you, and we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Brandon Julian. Of all the newscasters in New York, I just happen to be one of them. This is The Update with Brandon Julian. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for Traffic and Weather Together. Beginning August 28th through the first half of 2024, F trains are running the E line in both directions between Rockefeller Center and Jackson Heights Roosevelt Avenue because of track replacement along the 63rd Street line. On weekdays, M trains will not run between Rockefeller Center and Forest Hills 71st Avenue. M trains will run between 57th Street on the F-Line and Metropolitan Avenue. A special F-Shuttle train will run every 20 minutes between Lexington Avenue, 63rd Street, and 21st Street, Queensbridge, stopping at Roosevelt Island. 
the shuttle train will not run overnight. Free shuttle buses will run between 21st Street Queens Bridge and Queens Plaza on days and evenings, and between Roosevelt Island, 21st Street Queens Bridge, and Queens Plaza overnight. Beginning at 5 a.m. on Monday, July 31st, through 5 a.m. on Monday, August 14th, Manhattan-bound 7 N and W trains will bypass Queensboro Plaza because of accessibility improvements. For nearby service, use the E, M, and R trains at Queens Plaza, which is an accessible station. Beginning Monday, July 31st at 4.45 a.m. through Monday, August 28th at 5 a.m., there will be no D-train service at Norwood 205th Street because of structural repairs. D-trains will run between Coney Island and Bedford Park Boulevard at all times. Customers can transfer at Bedford Park Boulevard to a free shuttle bus for service to 205th Street. Rush Hour Express service will be suspended. Trains will run local in both directions. There will be no B rush hour service in the Bronx. B trains will run between Brighton Beach and 145th Street. Customers are advised to take a D train for service to the Bronx. Beginning June 26th at 6.15 a.m. through the remainder of 2023, Southern Express trains will run only between 74th Street, Broadway, and Flushing Main Street in both directions because of station enhancement work and escalator replacement. During rush hours, seven express trains will make all local stops between 74th Street, Broadway, and 34th Street, Hudson Yards. Beginning Sunday, February 26th at 5 a.m. until August, Jamaica Center-bound J and Z trains will bypass 75th Street, Elders Lane, and Woodhaven Boulevard because of accessibility and station improvements. Skip-stop service will not be running on the Z train. All trains will make local stops. For alternate service, use the Q56 bus making stops along Jamaica Avenue. Beginning Monday, February 27th, the passageway connecting the 1, 2, 3, L, F, and M trains is closed at 14th Street, 6th Avenue because of accessibility improvements. If you normally transfer between the 1, 2, 3, F, L, and M trains at 14th Street, you still will be able to for free via an out-of-system walking transfer between 6th and 7th Avenue. The New York City Police Department would like to remind you to keep your belongings in sight and to stay aware of your surroundings. If you see something suspicious in the station or on the train, tell a police officer or an MTA employee. MTA crews are here to help us get around. 
let's treat them with respect. Assaulting a New York City transit employee is a felony, punishable by up to seven years in prison. The fare on local, limited, and select bus service is $2.75. Transfers must be requested upon payment of the cash fare. For the S-79 select bus service, pay on board the bus. For all other select bus service routes, pay at the kiosks outside and hold your ticket for the duration of your trip. The fare on express buses is $6.75. Coins are not accepted as a payment on express buses. Now, with the latest scores and highlights, it's time for the sports update. So apparently, it looks like none of the local sports teams were in action last night, which would make you think that there is nothing to, uh, to talk about. But, oh, you would be wrong. <laughs> there is definitely other sports news to uh, talk about. Uh, thank you, people from the Associated Press. <laughs> Renowned gambler Billy Walters has written in his book that Phil Mickelson wagered more than a billion dollars in the last 30 years. His book is due out on the 22nd. The Fire Pit Collective obtained the excerpt and its stunning allegations. They include Walter's telling of a conversation in which Mickelson wanted him to bet $400,000 for him on the Americans winning the 2012 uh, Ryder Cup. Uh, Mickelson played on that team, of course. Uh, Walter says that he talked him out of it. Uh, Mickelson said in a statement uh, today that uh, he never bet on the Ryder Cup. Walter was sentenced to five years in prison for an insider trading case that involved Mickelson as a relief defendant. Jarrell Brock and three other Iowa State football players, along with three current or former former Iowa football players, uh, and a student assistant, they've been charged in the connection with the state's investigation into illegal sports wagering at the two schools. A, a total of 15 football and basketball players and staffers with ties to the schools have been charged since last week in the ongoing investigation. Current athletes face a loss of eligibility for violating the NCAA gambling rules. Brock and several other players are accused of tampering with records to disguise that they were under the legal betting age of 21 at the time, of course, that they placed their wagers. Out in the West in San Francisco, uh, the Texas Rangers are going to be playing the San Francisco Giants. And it will mean the return of Bruce Bochy to Oracle Park as the manager of the Rangers to face his former Giants in the interleague matchup. It'll be Bochy's first time back in another uniform since managing San Francisco for 13 years and winning three World Series titles in 2010, 2012, and 2014. And he's sure to receive a rousing ovation. He plans to thank as many people as he can during his visit. And it definitely is not easy uh, picking a preseason top 25. 
Take it from the voters in the Associated Press poll. The 62 writers and broadcasters judge teams' bodies of work in the regular season, but the preseason voting is just a guessing game. Voters that were interviewed said that some of the biggest factors they consider are whether a team has a returning quarterback, how many other starters are back, transfer transfer portal additions and subtractions, and the way a team finished the previous season. This year's preseason poll will be released on Monday at noon Eastern time. So stay tuned for that. Now, folks, when we return on the update, this, I forget what this is. I think this is Friday. (laughs) On the update this Friday, um, I got the whole other story of this wrong. Uh, We all know Maury Povich, of course, of You Are Not the Father. But now he's hawking at-home paternity tests. And the results, of course, they are definitely in. And then we're going to talk together, of course, the latest national news. Prosecutors with the special counsel Jack Smith's team have now asked the judge to set a trial date of January 2nd for the former president in the Washington case, charging him with plotting to overturn his 2020 election loss. Uh, going to talk about this, folks, and a lot more, too, of course. Uh, but first, ladies and gentlemen, we do have to let you know about this. Where does the time go? I personally really hope I didn't write that line. (laughs) Well, it turns out maybe I actually did. Time continues to move forward, but looking back on the past is always important. It's how we grow as people. Plus, of course, you always have those times when you're like, Oh yeah, I remember that from way back when. Well, that's what we have for you on the update every weekend. And on the select periods, too. Uh, my producers look for any excuse to hold a party, and that's what we have for you, digging into our archives every weekend, playing you the best episodes from our previous years of The Update. And every once in a while, we cram the best of an entire year of The Update into one episode for your listening convenience. And if you don't know we're having a party, you will after you hear this sound by declaring that we're having a big party. <laughs> so every weekend, listen to the archives of The Update to see what you remember from when that episode aired. And of course, be on the lookout for the best of particular years of The Update every so often. Keep listening on the weekends and every now and again, because it'll be a party that you personally will never forget. Unless, of course, you can't actually remember it from, you know, the night before. (laughs) Now, the update of Brain and Joy, it'll be right back after, of course, these messages. And uh, my producers actually left some uh, gifts for me under the sofa behind the set. How nice of them, actually. Excuse me. From New York, where we've got a backup generator. This is the update with Brandon and Julia. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi. 
Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities, been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them. But I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me, and my love for him was just immense. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Brandon Julian. Bajan Common Sense. Bajan Common Sense. Does anybody know if there's any common sense left in the room? This is the update with Brandon Julian. Indeed, it is, folks. Welcome back to the update, Brandon Julian, on a Friday, everyone. As we all know, uh, TGIF, to all of you out there, as I said, it feels a little weird because we've been in studio for, I think, since last September, <laughs> essentially, with the exception of vacation time. And now that the studio is undergoing repairs, uh, we're back out uh, in the great outdoors for a couple of weeks, which uh, a good chunk of which, at least one week, is going to be spent sleepaway camp. Uh, that's always a yearly tradition of mine. Uh, I'm not sure if I've mentioned it at this point, but uh, next week, uh, all throughout next week on the program, I'm going to be looking back at uh, sleepaway camps of years prior to see what I actually remember. <laughs> Some of these summer camps, by the way, are really, really ancient. From all as far back as nearly 10 years ago, 2014, which was my first sleepaway camp. And I'll be talking about that on Monday. Because uh, there was really an urban legend about sleepaway camp. The urban legend was you could not have a good sleepaway camp until... Sleepaway camp. <laughs> you couldn't have a good summer until you went to a sleepaway camp. So uh, we're going to... You'll find out whether uh, it was actually true from, you know, what I actually remember of it. <laughs> Uh, in the meantime, of course, I'm not sure if I've mentioned this story already. If I if I haven't, that's good. And if I have, then, I don't know, as uh, a wise man once said, fuck it. <laughs> this is not a lie uh, to you folks. Uh, but the father of the raucous daytime TV is now launching a new venture. Maury Povich, the famed host, of course, of Maury, <laughs> known for his iconic catchphrase, you are not the father. But uh, I will always synonymate him with saying, uh, you said uh, something, something, something. Just fill in the various blanks of what you would hear on a Maury show. You said this, this, this. You were asked this, this, this. You said no. The lie detector test determined... That was a lie. But yes, he's bringing his iconic catchphrase, 
and his paternity stunt right to the viewers' homes. Uh, the 84-year-old TV personality has developed his own line of at-home paternity tests, aptly called, of course, The Results Are In, which feature all the necessary tools to take a DNA sample that can be sent to a diagnostic center. Povich told TMZ in a statement, quote, I've seen firsthand how DNA testing can change lives and bring families together. With the results are in, we're making it easier and more affordable than ever before for people to get the results and the answers they need. And unlike his show, there is no funny business involved, which is a bummer. <laughs> the company promises complete confidentiality and a 99.99 accuracy percent rate with results which arrive in just two to three business days. Heck, that's even better than watching Lysol. That's even better than the results for Lysol. <laughs> uh, the New York Post, the people who wrote this article, they reached out to representatives of Povich for comment. Uh, Maury, who of course retired from daytime TV last year, previously told the Post that the popularity of his infamous catchphrase uh, has stunned him. He told the Post last year, quote, Who would have thought that when it comes to slogans and monikers that you are not the father or you are the father uh, will become part of pop culture? The memes that people have used, I've seen postcards that say, and Joseph, you are not the father when it comes to uh, Christmas cards. And it just goes on and on and on. Uh, Povich, of course, was a TV fixture for decades. Formerly the host of the news program, A Current Affair, from 1986 to 1990, he went on to be the face of the daytime show Maury, of course, from 1991 to 2022. Like I said, Maury was a daytime staple. You watched that all the time if you were sick uh, watching TV. Or you got a chance to stay home from school. It was literally Maury and Jerry Springer. And then, of course, for the more seasonal people, there was The Price is Right and such. We miss you. We miss you every day, Mr. Povich. We miss you every day. Something you won't miss, though, is national news. Because it's next for us around here, of course, when the update of Brandon Julian continues. From New York, please use only as directed and ask your doctor if it's right for you. This is the update with Brandon Julian, available wherever you listen to podcasts. What is dedication? My daughter started making necklaces. She makes what we call affirmation fashion. I tell her every day that your black is beautiful. Your black is beautiful. And if there's anything better than being beautiful, it's being smart. If there's anything better than being smart, it's being kind. And reaffirming that every day is our method of making sure her chin never drops. My dad wasn't around. And I remember riding a bike and falling off and cutting myself. And me never would just want to get back on it. People ask... How your children learn how to ride a bike, and you didn't. I didn't teach them. I just created an environment where they taught themselves, and all I had to do was be there. That's dedication. 
Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. From New York, the real mall of America, this is the update with Brad and Juliet, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back uh, to the update, Brandon Julian, on a Friday, everyone. A getaway Friday for some of us, uh, most importantly, is definitely a Friday for others. Uh, thank you so much, of course, folks, for still uh, being here with us. Uh, let us talk together. Well, right now, of course, the latest national news. And we're going to begin out in La Hiana in Hawaii. Where the governor there, Josh Green, says the 53 people were killed in the devastating wildfires and the death toll, well, it will likely continue to rise. Green says that search and rescue operations are continuing and officials expected it will become the state's deadliest natural disaster since a 1961 tsunami killed 61 people on the Big Island. More than a thousand structures have been destroyed by the fires that are still burning in La Hiana and the surrounding areas. Green told the AP that, quote, La Hiana, with a few rare exceptions, has been burned down. In other news, prosecutors with the special counsel Jack Smith's team have now asked the judge to set a January 2nd trial day for the former president in the Washington case charging him with plotting to overturn his 2020 election loss. If U.S. District Judge Tanya uh, Chuktan agrees with the date that prosecutors proposed yesterday, the case against Trump will be open right before the anniversary of the January 6, 2021 riot at the Capitol, which was fueled, of course, by Trump's election lies. Uh, he reacted angrily to the proposed trial date on his true social platform, and defense attorneys have suggested that they're going to try to slow things down. Trump faces charges, including conspiracy to defraud the U.S., and he has pleaded as not guilty. In Washington, the Supreme Court has temporarily blocked a nationwide settlement with oxycotton maker Purdue Pharma that would shield members of the Sackler family who own the company from civil lawsuits over the toll of opioids. The justices yesterday agreed to a Biden administration request to put the brakes on an agreement reached last year with state and local governments. In addition, the high court will hear the arguments before the end of the year over whether the settlement can actually proceed. The deal would allow the company to emerge from bankruptcy as a different entity, with its profits used to fight the opioid epidemic. Members of the Sackler family would contribute up to $6 billion, but a key component of the agreement would shield them from lawsuits. And out in the American West in San Francisco... Uh, regulators in California have approved an expansion that will allow two rival robo-taxi service uh, to operate throughout San Francisco at all hours. 
the vote by the state's Public Utilities Commission came despite reservations from city officials and the residents, spurred by erratic behavior that resulted in unmanned vehicles blocking traffic, including the path of emergency vehicles. The regulators approved to vote to approve rival services from Cruz and Waymo to operate the -the around-the-clock service. It will make San Francisco the first major U.S. city with two fleets of driverless vehicles competing for passengers against ride-hailing and taxi services that are dependent on humans to operate the cars. There is more national news for us to discuss, and we will address those, of course, uh, when the update of Brandon Julian returns in just 60 seconds. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um... Rad, just the same. To learn more, visit adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the update, Brandon Julian, on a Friday, everyone. A getaway Friday for some of us, most importantly, a Friday for others. Thank you so much, of course, folks, for still being here with us. You know, we are talking together right now, of course, the, uh, the latest national news. And we all know that uh, it is a battle these days with chat GPT and other AI chatbots. They've become now the go-to source for cheating in college. Now educators are rethinking how they'll teach courses this fall from writing 101 to computer science. Educators say they want to embrace the technologies as potential to teach and learn in new ways. But when it comes to assessing students, they see a need to chat GPT proof via test questions and assignments. For some instructors, that means return to paper exams after years of digital-only tests. Some professors will also be requiring students to show the editing history and drafts to prove their thought process. In other news, we're going to go over to St. Louis, where COVID has taken a toll on the nation's heart health, but how profound it's only starting to emerge. Heart attack deaths spiked early in the pandemic, erasing years of progress in battling cardiovascular disease. Then research shows that for up to a year after a bout of COVID, some people can develop problems ranging from blood clots to irregular heartbeats to even a heart attack. It's still not clear why, and the doctors are still grappling with how to help. (laughs) 
Back here in New York, here's a number for you to keep in mind. 49,500. That's the number of people who took their own lives last year in this country, which is the highest number ever. And that's according to new government data posted yesterday. The CDC has not yet calculated the suicide rate for the year. But the available data suggests that suicides are more common in this country than at any time since the dawn of World War II. Experts caution that suicide is just complicated and that recent increases might be driven by higher rates of depression or limited availability of mental health services. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention says that a main driver is the growing availability for guns. And finally, we're going to go out of this country and go to Quito, out of Ecuador. Uh, <clears throat> oh, sorry. We're not going there, actually. I'm sorry. My apologies. <laughs> uh, finally, I should say, uh, we're going to go back out to the West and go to Los Angeles. Well, Taylor Swift closed the 2023 U.S. leg of her landmark Eras tour in a big way by announcing the fourth edition of her re-recording project, 1989. Taylor's version. After playing a few tracks from her 1989 era live, she approached the center of the stage with an acoustic guitar in hand and suggested to the audience that she'd been working on something big. Across more than three hours, Swift offered fans a bevy of uh, career-spanning hits that was less a greatest hits collection and more a live celebration of an artist in her veterancy. Gonna let you guys ponder on this as we say in the words of Walter Cronkite, uh, that's the way it is. Friday, August the 11th, 2023. That is the update on this Friday. And uh, for this week, I'm Brandon Julian. We appreciate you being here with us. Our best of year two show, it drops not this weekend, but next weekend. Wherever you listen to this podcast, it's gonna be uh, a lot of fun. So until the people clog the traffic to get out of town, in the words, of course, of Roger Grimsby and Bill Butel, hopefully that your news, folks, will be good news. I thank you very much for joining me. Good luck. Be safe. And most importantly, folks, please be well. Uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for spending some of your time with us. I hope you have a good weekend. And I will see you right back here refreshed and ready to go next week, where, of course, I'll be taking a look back at all the prior years of Sleepaway Camp, getting ready for this upcoming one. Have a good weekend, folks. See you Monday.